TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. It is Christmas Eve day, and we are glad you are here. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. The Bill Michaels Show on the air, getting you ready for the Packers and the Titans today. Bucks fall in their opener last night. And uh, we just got, you know, a lot going on. I, I guess, you know, there's so many things. Uh, today it was funny because I got up early this morning and I headed to the grocery store. I headed to the gym. I got a workout in. And, you know, um, today's one of those days where it's kind of funky because as much as you want to talk sports, and, and we do. I mean, obviously there's a lot to get into. Uh, but today's one of those days where just uh, give us a shout, whether it's on Twitter or if it's on Facebook, uh, if you want to email what you got going on Christmas Eve? What you got going on Christmas Day? In the world of COVID, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I know it's just it's it's an off-the-cuff, weird sports question, so to speak. That's not. But uh, I'm out today, and the reason I bring it up is I'm walking through uh, I'm walking through Metro Market today, and I'm listening to people talk, and they're talking to the guy at the deli, and they're talking to the guy in the butcher shop, and they're talking to the guy that. Uh, is, is pulling the seafood out uh, as they're stocking the shelves, so to speak, for everybody getting the last-minute uh, things for whatever celebration it is they're going to have, whether it's tonight or tomorrow or what have you. So, uh, And I'm listening, and, you know, there's a lot of people that really aren't doing a whole lot. There's one guy that's like, ah, the heck with it, you know, and he's heading off to friends' houses. And then there's another woman who is going to deliver cards and presents to nursing homes. And she's just going out because she doesn't want to see anybody um, because she has uh, an immune issue, as I've been listening to her tell the cashier. And so she bought a bunch of ornaments and then handmade stuff, and she says she's got like 300. So she's taking cards and she's taking ornaments, and she's going to go drop them off on the doorsteps of nursing homes and, and such and hospices. And I'm like, wow, you know, that's that's impressive, you know. So, but it's something that you wouldn't normally do. So, I started thinking, I thought, what are you doing for Christmas? What are you doing for the holidays? Are you doing the big celebration? Is everybody coming to your house? You know, um, by the way, I am not 
Uh, this is not an area of shame in any way, shape, or form. If you want to have a party and that's what you want to do, do it. If you don't and you're afraid of it, that's fine. Not going to argue one side or the other. But it's just a weird time in which we live. So I thought, you know what, we'll just kind of find out what everybody's doing because you do have sports. You're going to have sports tomorrow. You're going to have Bucks tomorrow. You're going to have Badgers tomorrow. You're going to have NFL tomorrow. I mean, this, this is this is great. You've got four straight days of the NFL. you got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And not to, to forget, the for those of you that believe in the Catholic faith or the, or the Christian faith or the reason for the season, I'm not negating that. I'm just talking strictly from a sports vernacular. I'm excited. Uh, there's a lot going on. There's some logs going on the fire in the fireplace, and uh, there's going to be a lot of binge watching of just sports. And that one, is, which is one of the reasons that I worked out so much this week, because I'm thinking, yeah, there's going to be some caloric intake probably over the next couple of days. I really wish. By the way, uh, Radio Joe Zanzola off today. He is doing the afternoon show on our flagship station today. So Evan Heffelfinger filling in, and uh, I. Um, Today's one of those days I wish, and, and I have to admit, for those that know me, you know this already, I'm a lightweight when it comes to drinking. I'm, I'm, I'm 6'6", and I'm about 235, 240 pounds, and I'm a lightweight. I, I don't, you know, I'm two or three beers, I'm done. That's it. I'm good. No problem. I'm, I'm pretty much a cheap, cheap guy as well when it comes to that. Um, but I, today's one of the days that I wish I could drink on the air. <laughs> I just am in that mood. Uh, I discovered, I told you this the other day, the, uh, the, the cider drink with bullet bourbon and apple cider and some orange bitters and some maple syrup and you mix it all up. Oh, it's so good. That I, I wish I'm watching the flurries fly. It's got a little bit of a white dusting outside on the, on the tiki bar, which still makes me sad because I see snow and cover on my tiki bar and I love summertime. So it's a little bit sad. But I've got snow out there, so I've got snow. Uh, the dogs are laying underneath the desk. I've got Elmo on one side, Mickey on the other. I think Mickey's here. Yeah, Mickey's here. Um, and it's it's Christmas Eve show, sitting here in the office, uh, the home office. And I wish um, I could take YouTube right now and put on that. Everybody does it, right, where you go to YouTube and you turn on that, uh, what is it, like seven hours of a – of a uh, of a fireplace and there's a little bit of light Christmas music in the background. I want to do that. I want to turn that on here in front of me, and uh, and then you know kind of kind of sip that cider, just during the show. I just can't because by a bit, about about midway through the show, I'd be slurring my words and I'd get some kind of a you know DUI you know talking under the influence or something like that you know whatever. But uh, but that's the kind of day it is. So as much as we want to talk sports, as much as we want to get into the Bucks last night. Also, uh, the Packers getting ready for the Tennessee Titans. we got Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette going to talk some betting. Chris Raybon of the Action Network is going to be here. Eric Baranchek of the Green Bay Press-Gazette and PackersNews.com. And today is also, today's it, because uh, many of you are probably out of your fantasy leagues. But for those of you that are still in it, we've got fantasy football today. Kate Majuk is going to be here. So if you're looking for that last-minute piece of advice as to who to start, who to play, who not to play, who's injured, who isn't injured, maybe uh, somebody you can pick up. Uh, Kate Majuk is going to be joining us uh, a little bit later on today in the program as well. So we got a lot coming up. We got some buy or sell today. We're going to hear from uh, from uh, the Bucks uh, Bucks uh, coach Mike Budenholzer after that game last night. His uh, press conference during the game. We got the new Mel heads of plays of the week coming up here in a little while, a little bit later on in the program. So we got a lot going on, a lot going on. But I just uh, I wanted to kind of get your thoughts as to what you're doing, what you're looking forward to. Where you're going to be, 
all that kind of good stuff because it is a unfortunately a COVID Christmas. And uh, are you are you saying to heck with it and throwing caution to the wind, uh, or are you uh, just hanging out at the house with you, maybe the dogs like I am, loved ones, whatever it happens to be. Uh, want to know that as well. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. That's the phone number to get a hold of us. If, by chance, you want to follow me over on the Twitter, uh, Twitterverse, you can go to Twitter and go to at Bill underscore Michaels. I encourage you to do so, at Bill underscore Michaels. Uh, I got a video uh, coming out that is uh, – I had uh, – when we do the videos, the Facebook Lives, People always ask, you know, hey, nice bar, but can you do this? Can you go here? So what I did was, and I, I, I only did it because you asked. It's not, you know, for any other reason, really. But uh, people always say, you know, well, what's it like? What do you, where do you work? What do you, you know? So what I did was I walked around the house and I took a little bit of video. So because people had asked, and I, I guess there's the the flavor of behind scenes, so to speak. And it's, it's uh, I just took video, just shot. So it's, I don't know, it's going to be maybe... Uh, you know, a couple minutes, minute or two long, but I'll be posting that. Uh, it'll probably go up either later tonight or tomorrow, uh, depending on when I get the thing done. It got a little more editing to do, but and it's very raw. It's not like I'm some kind of videographer or anything like that. But I'll post that. Uh, that'll be coming up. So that uh, you can follow on the Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com/slash The Bill Michael Show. And you can find that as well. So there's a lot to get to. But uh, all of that is going to be coming up. I want to know uh, what you're doing for Christmas. I want to know where you're going to be, if you're serving something special, if you're like me and you're already ready for a drink. Uh, or uh, if you want to talk about last night's Bucks celtics game, last night the Bucks um, just fell uh, to the Celtics. Uh, defense from the outside, three-point shots still seems to be at times uh, an issue. Uh, and I guess, does it concern you? That the Bucks haven't won a game in a while. That's including preseason. They haven't won a game in a while. You go back to the coming out of the bubble after they got bounced by Miami. The preseason looked rather ugly, and now the opener they lose. Now Golden State comes to town and into the five serve for, five serve forum tomorrow. But does it bother you? The Bucks aren't winning basketball games. So we'll get into that discussion as well. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. That is coming up next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back to the program, the Bill Michaels Show on the air. We are glad you are with us. Hey, a reminder, coming up immediately following uh, Green Bay and Tennessee on Sunday night, it is going to be yours truly, Gary Ellison, the Green and Gold Postgame Show. Hopefully you can join us. Follow us on many mediums, including the Radio.com app. You can always get us there. You can listen to the program there. You can uh, find many of the downloads there, always over at BillMichaelsSports.com. That's BillMichaelsSports.com. Com. So uh, what you got going on for Christmas? We want to know that. Also last night to the Bucks lose. And, uh, boy, I, I'll tell you what, uh, give me just a second here. Uh, Patrick, 
who just tweeted me. He says, Merry Christmas from Snowy Superior. Uh, nine inches of snow last night. Wow. I'm not looking forward to winter. <laughs> uh, Steve says, Christmas Eve in Iowa. Oyster stew, white wine, sourdough bread, cinnamon rolls, and opening presents via Zoom with my son. Wishing for a Packer W on Sunday. That is awesome. Steve, it's a weird, weird year. And the fact that we're opening gifts on Zoom sucks. It just does. But uh, good stuff. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Again, eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. You want to chime in? Feel free. So the Bucks lose last night, uh, lose their opener, and I, I guess, and this was brought up. I was watching. Uh, I was watching ESPN this morning, and they were talking about you know the Bucks and Giannis, and Giannis plays well and such, and. You know, and I agree. Look, uh, you know, last night uh, Boston is a is a good team. Boston's a good basketball team. Everybody knew that Boston would be a a, a tough team in the uh, in the East. Chris Middleton drops twenty seven last night, fourteen boards, eight assists. You know, but uh, a wild finish on both ends. But the Bucks fall one twenty two one twenty one last night. Not the way you wanted to start off. Giannis drops 35, has a couple of blocks, but turned the ball over seven times last night. Seven times last night. 13 boards. I, I did like the fact that he was six for eight from the free throw line. Uh, still uh, can't hardly hit water falling out of a boat when he shoots from beyond the arc. Then again, Chris Middleton was the exact same, so they were both three for eight last evening. Drew Holiday, one for four from the outside, but 10 for 16 overall, drops 25 in his Bucks debut. Not a bad way to go. Bobby Portis, one for three from the outside, only got 16 minutes. Had one board, or excuse me, four boards, one offensive, three defensive. But uh, the bench, not real deep. Pat Connaughton comes in and drops six. DJ Wilson doesn't, uh, doesn't score. Merrill doesn't score. So... Bucks lose last night in the opener. 855-830-8648. Let's go to the phone calls. Let's talk to Dave in the northwest side of Milwaukee. Dave, how you doing, man? What's going on? Well, I'm a little concerned. I was, uh, you know, I, I used to coach basketball, and, and watching that was like I was grinding my teeth. You know, we were talking about the uh, uh, inability to stop the three-point shot. My thought was, my God, how many times are they going to go up on a pump fake and get driven around because they, they just they were get they were getting layups right. left and right and it just it just drove me crazy. Number two, what happened to Dante Divincenzo? He was he was what the leading scorer in the first half and then poof he was gone. Gone. Yep. Um, Only played twenty seven uh, minutes I, last night. They ended up pulling him. I hope I hope Bud gets this because yesterday was the perfect example of what's not working. You know, Giannis had what was it, three or four charges yesterday? And only mm -hmm. one of them wasn't legit. I mean, there was one on Marcus Smart where he was moving, and it should have been called on him. But my point is, in the fourth quarter, where did Giannis go? He went down in the paint, and his post-up game has gotten better. 
I, I got to right. tell you, it looked that good. But there you go. You know, we're 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 right there, right at the nitty gritty. Four tenths of a second left. He went six for eight from the line, but couldn't make the one that mattered. And right. you know, I, I just. To me, it's the same old, same old. And if, if somebody's got to jumpstart these guys and tell them, you know, this is where you need to be, that's where you need to be. Drew Holiday looked fantastic. I thought that uh, DiVincenzo looked good. And, you know, you said D.J. Wilson didn't score any points, but he actually looked good. He was playing defense, getting rebounds, getting hands in people's faces. You know, that was a pretty good zero-point performance from my perspective. But, you know, he's... Bud's got to start telling Giannis, just go down in the, and post up. Because if they right. have time to set up, he's done. Against right. the better teams, he's done. So, you know, that's that's what I got for you, Bill. 121, 20, 122, like you said. I appreciate the phone call. Four-tenths of a second to go. Hits the first one. Bangs the second one off the front of the rim. Doesn't even give it a chance. Almost airballed the damn thing. And the Bucks ended up losing last night. And that's – if you are – um, if you're the Celtics, that's exactly what you wanted to do. Foul Giannis. Foul Giannis, because when the pressure's on, he he fades. He fades at the line. 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Evan, did you watch that game last night at all? I did. I think there were a lot of positives to take away from the game. There were some negatives as well. I'm not going to put too much, I mean, like I said yesterday, I'm not going to put too much stock into the first game of the season against a really good team when the Bucks weren't at full strength. Um, Giannis, I, I think he improved on his, his three-point shooting. Three for eight is pretty much as good as you can expect from Giannis. The free throws look better, too, although I think we all knew he was going to miss the second end of that free throw at the end of the game. The real story for me is how good Chris Middleton looked. He was... On triple-double watch the entire night, he was the Bucks' offense in the first half, and he led them in the second half as well. Drew Holiday looked really, really good on both sides he of did. the ball. Um, he could get to the paint at will. He, I mean, I, that's where he did pretty much I like all his defense. his damage. Oh, man. He I like was, his defense. He made Jeff Teague look absolutely yes, silly he did. a couple times. I, I think it, it sucks to lose, and it sucks to lose in that way. But considering they were down 17 going into the fourth, they fought back, had the lead, and it took a fluke banking three-point shot from Jason Tatum to beat the Bucks. There's a lot of positives to take from that game. There is, but let's go back to what you just said. Again, down 17 going into the fourth quarter. This happened. How many times have we seen this happen throughout last season, where they would play well and they'd get off to a little bit of a lead? You know, the opponent would come storming back, take some kind of a big lead, and all of a sudden the Bucks have to fight for their lives just to get back into the ball game, and they end up falling short because of it. Now it only happened a couple of times during the regular season, but during the postseason we saw it happen time and again, where they just don't hang on to leads. They get the lead, then they kind of fade, and they give out. It's not like they, you know, when the starters come back in and then all of a sudden they're down by, say, two. They're down 17, which expels all your energy just coming back. And you're right, a lucky bank shot, but you shouldn't be in that position to have a lucky bank shot beat you. And that's that's been all that's been my argument the whole time with this team because it comes so becomes so incredibly frustrating because they just at times they don't play enough defense. They don't play enough from beyond the arc. And and I I completely agree with you though. I really like what Drew Holiday did last night. Middleton looked good. What did you I and we're gonna hear from Budenholzer coming up, 
But did he ever explain why Dante DiVincenzo did not see the court after a while? I can't remember if he did or not. One thing that I noticed when I was watching is it looks like he took a shot to the head uh, with like a minute or two left in the game, and I think that's possibly why it happened. Okay, That's the only thing I can think of because there's no reason for Pat Connaughton, as horribly as he played yesterday, that he should have been in the game in clutch time with a minute left. That was probably the most egregious mistake the Bucks made yesterday was giving Pat Connaughton the most minutes out of any of the bench unit. Yeah, I just uh, I didn't understand why uh, DiVincenzo wasn't in there. 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. You want to chime in, feel free to go ahead and do so. Talking a little Bucks basketball. The Bucks fall in their opener last night, 122-121 to the Boston Celtics. Giannis at the line, four-tenths of a second to go. Banks won, or, uh, Banks won off the front, all, barely off the front bottom portion of the rim, almost an air ball. And the, the Bucks fall in their opener. Everybody's off tonight. Then you've got basketball again tomorrow down at the Fiserv Forum as the Golden State Warriors come a call. And we're also going to hear, like I said, coming up here up to the bottom of the hour, the uh, postgame presser with Coach Budenholzer and the questions asked about his team. You're going to hear that discussion. Also, um, and I did a piece on this last night, what happened with um, the uh, Houston Rockets, the fact that the Rockets did not have enough players. I think there are some making excuses. I think it's crap. I think they should be fined and fined heavily. $50,000 for James Harden when a guy's making $40 million a year is nothing. It's like three bucks to you and me. It's nothing. And I, I think the NFL, or the NFL, the NBA, Adam Silver, I think they need, if you're going to send a message, now's the time to send it. And what they did, they didn't send a message. They basically said, yeah, you're a petulant baby. We know you went out. You can't play with any stars. You're making a ton of money, so you really don't give a damn. The players around you don't give a damn. And so you're going to go ahead and ruin the season for many other teams, not just yourself. And I think it's garbage. So I want to get into that coming back as well. So stay tuned. Got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show. Reminder coming up on uh, Sunday night. Screen Gold Post Game Show. Gary Ellerson and I are going to have it for you. Download the radio.com app if you don't get it in your area or simply go to uh, – BillMichaelSports.com, and you can listen live there. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show. That is coming up next. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back to the program. We are glad to have you. Christmas Eve day, and uh, we're glad you're with us. Whether Whatever it is you're doing. If you're working, we're glad to keep you company. If you're out shopping, trying to get the last-minute uh, gift ideas, or maybe you're out there picking up some food, whatever it happens to be. Want to know what you're doing for Christmas during this COVID Christmas, unfortunately. Uh, this is from Bra- our buddy Brett listening to us in Eau Claire. says, uh, going to head to Marshfield area to see some family for a couple of days. That's about it. Definitely going to be on the football and basketball scene, including UW and Sparty tomorrow morning. Merry Christmas to you and your family. That is our buddy Brett from Eau Claire. Andrea writes, uh, listening to you up here in the UP. Love the program. Love hearing about all the Wisconsin sports and all the sports around our area. Uh, spending some time with my father who has been ill and it's just he and I this year because everybody else is simply staying away COVID sucks I agree that's from Andrea Andrea appreciate it last night Bucks get knocked off and uh, they get beat 
by the Boston Celtics in their opener on the road. They're back home at the Fiserv Forum tomorrow against the Golden State Warriors. But Coach Budenholzer spoke with the media last night. A lot of questions about this one. Here it is. Uh, but can you take us through those final two possessions? First, defensively, I know Giannis gets switched on to Tatum. Is that kind of what you guys were thinking late in that game? And then offensively, just the shot that you got on that inbounds play? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, aside from the ball going in the basket, I'm not sure we could have defended Tatum much better than we did. So, um, you know, I thought Giannis did a great job individually, great contest, and uh, – you know, credit to Tatum. He banked in a three, um, you know, at the end of the clock. So, um, and offensively, you know, uh, you know, I think good execution. Um, Giannis getting to a spot and putting the ball there for him. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, it was, it was a good look for us. Um, you know, so I think both possessions, you know, even though, you know, I think uh, results matter, but, you know, at the end of the day, the process, getting getting Giannis in a great defensive position, getting Giannis to the rim, and, um, you know, I think uh, we'll live with both those situations. During the review, was there any question about whether or not that was a goaltend as well? Because the, the ball was just up on the rim and both kind of hands were there. Yeah, so I think uh, the way it was described to me, and, um, you know, I think once there's a loose ball foul, uh, with the ball in the air, um, there's no opportunity for goaltending. Um, you know, so I think the refs, uh, you know, we're pretty confident on it. And uh, so there was not an opportunity for, uh, for the goaltending once the foul occurred. And then that Giannis free throw, obviously he makes the first one confidently, second one, he ends up short arming a little bit. I mean, we talk about his free throws all the time. This feels like the perfect, you know, pressure opportunity to, to kind of get that chance. Just what do you think of him in that moment? And, you know, how do you try to use this as a teaching moment? Yeah, I love that he's there, you know, game on the line, opening night, you know, going to the free throw line. And um, he's been working on it. He knows how important it is. I think it's, you know, it's, it's again, you know, of course, we, uh, we'd love to win. Um, you want to come out, you want to get, uh, you want to have success, but, there's so many good things happen, including Giannis going to the game, going to the free throw line with a game on the line. Um, you can't duplicate that in practice, and he's just going to get better and better as we go forward. Kane Pittman. Hey, Bud. I know we've spoke about um, you know minute loads and that sort of stuff over the last few weeks. Giannis, Chris, and Drew are all up above 35 minutes. Was that just the game situation that it was close? Was it that that the starting lineup seemed to be? able to play defense well what was the, the thought process between the the um, starters in the fourth quarter in particular yeah you know I mean we put that group out there to start the quarter we had a pretty pretty significant um you know hole to dig ourselves out of and and the starters or, or that group that was out there to start the the fourth quarter you know went on I think like a quick 6-0 quick 8-0 run and then they're able to sustain it and um you know we're able to flip a 17-point game um, and so I think just the nature of the game, they were playing so well, we had a momentum, um, you know, there were a couple extra timeouts in the fourth quarter, um, certainly more than, you know, you probably expect to see from them on opening night. Um, but I think just the flow of the game and the way the fourth quarter played out, um, you know, you end up with those guys at those numbers. Jim Mozarski. Like, yeah, I, I would imagine, you know, 101 points through three, um, was not ideal, obviously, to go with the deficit, but to to lock it down the way the team did to start the fourth. Can you speak a little bit about those three quarters and then maybe what changed there in the fourth from that group, as you said, that, that you ran out there to dig out of the hole? 
Yeah, you know, I mean, I think you always got to give your opponent credit. You know, Boston played at a high level tonight. It's a pretty high-level NBA game. Um, you know, they, they shot it well. Um, you know, I think we got to do more things to maybe take away um, some of their looks. And uh, But, you know, Tatum and Jalen Brown, they draw a lot of attention. And, um, you know, they played well individually. And then some of their role players made, you know, made a lot of shots through the first three quarters. And um, hopefully we got better on, on both Tatum and Brown in the fourth and got better on their role players. And, you know, we need to do that, um, you know, more in the first three quarters. But, uh, you know, some credit to Boston for sure. And we got to be better defensively. Tim Bontemps. Uh, hey, Mike, two things quick. Uh, I know, obviously, you would have liked the result to be different, but uh, was that performance from Drew, and in particular that shot he made over Tice with about a minute to go in front of your bench, kind of emblematic of what you were hoping to get from him? And then secondly, you had Chris and Giannis and Drew up all around 36 minutes tonight. Um, with the way your team is built this year, are you going to expect to play those guys a little bit more maybe than you have in the past in terms of per game minute numbers? Uh, yeah, you know, first on Drew, you know, certainly that's a huge um, shot to be able to come down. And, you know, I think it was, I think we were down two. I think it put us up a point, you know, 120, 119. It's just, you know, it's it's just indicative of kind of the talent, the confidence, um, you know, that Drew plays, that he brings to the to the table. Um, so, you know, I think really excited about what he did tonight. And, you know, we feel like he's just getting started with us. So, you know, great first performance for him. And, um, and then, you know, playing the guys, uh, you know, in an ideal world, we're probably not going to play him that much, but uh, certainly, you know, we need we need a lot from Giannis, Chris, and Drew, and um, you know, their minutes may be more. Uh, we'll just see how the season plays out, and we'll see what we need. David with La Gazzetta. Hey, coach. Um, what what is the thing you like the most about your team tonight? Just think the competitiveness. Uh, you know, claw your way back into a game. Uh, you know, where, where it wasn't good for us for, you know, particularly the third quarter and um, the fight, the comeback, um, you know, I think is good for our group. And um, I think there's lots of situations that you can't replicate that, that we got reps on tonight. You know, Drew and Giannis and Chris playing together, those three guys learning each other and working off each other. Uh, we feel like it's just going to get better and better. Last one to Zora Stevenson. Coach, I know you guys have been encouraging Dante to just play his game, let the game come to him, be aggressive. How do you think he impacted tonight? Yeah, you know, he was phenomenal, really. You know, throughout the game, I just loved the way he played on both ends of the court. You know, I think uh, very aggressive early, made a lot of shots, and and then just, you know, continued to play his game, didn't force anything. And he's just a confident, you know, competitive winner. Um, you know, so I think his growth and his, um, you know, development is important to us. So there you go. That was Coach Budenholzer last night after the contest talking a little bit about the game. And there's a lot of things to be encouraged about. I 100% agree. It's game one. You know, you lose it. Uh, you lose a heartbreaker. He looks at a lot of things in a very positive light, uh, things that they can grow from. Talking about Giannis, you can't, you, you can't put pressure on a player in a win-and-loss situation unless they're in the win-and-loss situation. Now, this is something that Giannis is – accustomed to i mean it's it's happened before you know i mean it's it's you know it's not like this was the first time ever for him ever taking a, a bucket at that particular point in time so uh, you know it's just one of those things where he's got to get better at it he just does so um you know and then talked about divincenzo and and didn't really address why so to speak they pulled him 
Did you hear anything specific? Uh, I did, and I was really listening for it too, uh, Evan. Did you hear anything at all that would say why they were pulling Dante DiVincenzo out of that game? No. All I heard was him complimenting Dante there at the end. But So it must have just been probably he got banged up and they didn't want to announce anything because they didn't have anything concrete to say. I mean, that's that's it because I can't see any, any other reason they'd bench him after how well he was playing. Right. I, nothing there that really caught my caught my attention. So uh, anyway, but uh, that was Coach Budenholzer last night after the contest. And uh, so the Bucks fall, and they ended up, uh, you know, dropping their opener. And now you just, you know, you kind of wait and see what happens tomorrow night. Golden State is still trying to kind of wrap their arms around all the injuries they had last year and get the guys back and see if they can't put things back on track after getting blown out by Brooklyn in that first contest of the season just the other night. So they'll be at the Fiserv Forum tomorrow. So uh, looking forward to it. A lot of Bucks basketball upcoming, and like I said, tomorrow is going to be a tremendous day because you've got you've got uh, the the Badgers are on taking on Michigan State. You got the Bucks on. You got NFL tomorrow afternoon. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff. And then NFL obviously on Friday and or excuse me on Saturday and on Sunday and on Monday. Packers on Sunday night. So there's a lot to be to be excited about if you're a sports fan, especially during this uh, during this holiday season. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We will come back. And uh, I've said that uh, the NBA had an opportunity here to make a statement, and they didn't. I think they failed. What do you think? Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. It's the Packers and the Titans on Sunday Night Football. Green Bay trying to lock down the number one seed and home field advantage. Tennessee trying to clinch the AFC South. Titans quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. Ten wins means nothing. You know, we have, have bigger goals than that. We just want to find a way to, to end each week 1-0. So we did that this week. We're successful. Now we have to find a way to do that next week. The key, of course, for Green Bay, stopping running back Derrick Henry. Six foot three, 247 pounds. He's just 321 yards shy of rushing for 2,000 yards this season. Packers nose tackle Kenny Clark. This is a, a huge game. We all know that they fighting for something and we fighting for something. I just know that, you know, it's going to be a payoff atmosphere. This is going to show us, you know, where we're at, you know, as a defense, as a team. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. It's a very cohesive unit, and they all play well off each other. The run game marries with the pass game, and so if you take one away, then you got to worry about the other one. So it's going to be a great challenge for our defense. It's going to really test us, and, and we'll see where we're at. That's Matt LaFleur in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. We are glad you are with us. Thanks so much, as always, for hanging out with us. So James Harden and uh, the Houston Rockets last night did not have enough as far as players go. They didn't have enough players last night. They had a forfeit. Well, they didn't forfeit. They postponed the game. I shouldn't say that. Uh, They should have forfeited. By all means, they should have forfeited. 
Uh, didn't happen last night, though, unfortunately. And I look, there's people out there that say, oh, you're kidding me? Come on. No. Look, three teammates decided they're going to have some barbers come into their house and they're all going to go get haircuts against protocol. James Harden's out at a party. He clearly doesn't care. He wants out of Houston anyway. He clearly doesn't care. So he ends up saying, you know what? The hell with it. I'm going to go to the party. I'm not wearing a mask. I'm going to gather with a bunch of people. And because of the contact tracing, he obviously uh, doesn't, you know, doesn't give a damn, so to speak, as far as, you know, having his teammates infected. So he ends up in the uh, in the the COVID protocol, but he can't play. The NBA fines him fifty thousand bucks, which for a guy making over forty million dollars a year, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It really doesn't, you know. So it just it, it's kind of disheartening that the Houston Rockets start out their season postponing a game. Not fair to to the rest of the league that they're doing that. And I I think I think personally, Adam Silver should have really come down hard on them. Should have really come down hard. I think fifty thousand dollars not nearly enough. Maybe you have a different opinion. I don't know. 855-830-8648. I think uh, that they should have come down far, far harder on James Harden, far, far harder on uh, the rest of the players on that team because they had to postpone a game last night. 855-830-8648. Also, getting back to uh, what we were asking at the beginning of the show, since it is Christmas Eve day, what are you doing? Uh, it's a COVID weird year. And uh, if you're celebrating at home, if you're doing some traditional foods, I uh, got one here from uh, Jason who says, hot toddies all day long unit. I'm going to be doing a little wrapping. Um, and then he says, uh, probably hanging out with the dogs, making some good dinner, waiting for everybody to come over tomorrow. Todd, you the man. Hot toddies. See, the cider drink that I like is not, I guess you could make it hot now that I think about it. You, maple syrup, cider, a little bit of bullet bourbon, and some bitters. I mean, sure, you could make that as a hard drink, as a, as a hot drink. Why not, right? You could do that. 855-830-8648. Uh, Rose writes in the Wendy's email inbox and says, uh, I think that the uh, Green Bay Packers are going to get a win on Sunday night. Disappointing to see the Bucks lose, but it's only one game. I don't care if they lose the first one as, they lo- as long as they win the last one. That's what matters. You are 100% right. 100% right. This one's from Sherry. Sherry writes, uh, C-H-E-R-R-I-E, by the way. I assume that's Sherry. Or Cherry. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it correctly, incorrectly. Uh, writes, uh, I think that the Bucks are going to be just fine. Giannis looked really good last night. It's disappointing to see him miss a big shot. But we know he's not going to be the guy taking the shots with one second remaining on the clock and down by two. See, we've talked about that. I don't think he should be. Unless, of course, he's got an inside jam and he's going to tie the ball game up. He should not be the guy taking the shots. Not going to happen. I, it just... He's, he's not a consistent enough shooter from the outside. I think Drew Holiday is going to be solid. Drew Holiday last night, like I said, 10 of 16. 10 of 16, but he was one for four beyond the arc. They didn't have a great night shooting from beyond the arc. It's 
you'd like to see it a little bit higher than that. But they were 51% from the field. They were really good. The problem was that they allowed 47%, 47.5% from the field, and 45% beyond the arc for uh, for Boston. You know, Tatum last night, 6 of 13. Brown, though, was 3 of 8. And nobody else, well, Teague, he went 4 for 4 last night. He was deadly beyond the arc. Ended up dropping 19 coming off the bench. Tatum drops 30. Brown gives you 33 last night. Those two guys were killing you. But the turnovers, I mean, they had six. The, the Boston Celtics had six turnovers last night. Giannis had seven. Giannis alone had seven. 855-830-8648. You want to chime in? Do it. So when we come back, uh, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette and PackersNews.com going to be joining us. We're going to talk about the contest coming up on Sunday night, Packers and Titans. What is it going to take for the Packers to get a win? And there's a couple of different uh, thought processes as to what the Packers need to do to win. And I will also ask you, we'll get into Christmas songs and all that kind of stuff today. Have kind of fun day today. But I want to ask you two questions. It's one question, but there's two answers here, okay? What does it mean if the Packers win? And what does it say if the Packers lose? Because there's a lot of you jumping on the one and two against teams with a winning record. So if they get a win and they're back to 500, I want to talk about that. I want to get into that discussion. What does it mean if they win? What does it mean if they lose? 855-830-8648. Give us a shout. A lot more of the Bill Michaels Show to go on this Christmas Eve day. Wishing you and yours all the merriest, merriest of Christmases. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michaels Show coming up next. Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.